Hello, this is Mary Lindo. I am so pleased that you are joining me for this week's teaching podcast. This podcast is prayerfully created each week with the intention of giving you a time of resting in the Lord and for allowing Him to speak into your life through three to five minute messages and prophetic impressions and insights. Each message is meant to assist you in cultivating your love for the Word of God, combined with the power of His Holy Spirit, confirming His words over your life. Gather your Bible and a cup of coffee or tea, and take a few minutes each week to sit back and allow the peace of God to wash over you as you enjoy soft background music that inspires a restful time of worship and tender moments with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And now, let's begin this week's podcast. David had his Absalom, Paul had his Demas who abandoned him, and Alexander the coppersmith who had done him much harm. And Jesus had Judas Iscariot. Now we all know about Judas, so the story holds no drama for us. We forget though that Jesus chose Judas after praying all night. They spent every day together, eating together and laughing. Jesus sent Judas out in ministry. And Judas shared in the miracle of feeding 5,000 people. His own hands took the small round barley loaves from Jesus and tore off hunks of bread for hungry people. You see, what makes each case of betrayal so painful is that someone who knows your heart, who knows your longings and character, turns from that and chooses to believe you are really dangerous. The mind freezes as it tries to grasp how a friend Someone who knew you deeply, intimately, could turn on you and attack you. The singer-songwriter Michael Card vividly captures the agony in one song. Here's a few of those verses. Only a friend can betray a friend. A stranger has nothing to gain. And only a friend comes close enough to ever cause so much pain. Betrayal, I've noticed, calls good evil. It twists a person's true spiritual endowments into something negative, a saintly deficiency or psychological problem. Betrayal causes leaders to not want to trust, to not want to be involved in anything called church, to not be vulnerable, to not open their spirits in worship to God. Don't give up. You may be tempted to flee, to turn your back on your calling. You are walking where great people have walked before, and they are remembered as great because they did not allow the betrayal to stop them. Instead, they learned how to turn their pain into greater usefulness for the Lord. What does it mean to slander? To make a false and malicious statement that damages somebody's reputation. To set somebody or something up in opposition to somebody else or something else. But another definition of slander is to talk about someone with the intent to hurt or to twist them, to whisper and hiss subtle, condescending, suggestive thoughts that someone is missing the real deal. Second Timothy tells us that in the last days, there will be slanderers and false accusers spreading innuendos and criticism and reporting things unjustly about others. 
Scorpions carry poison in their tails, and snakes carry it under their cheeks, and slanderers, they carry it in their tongues. Character assassination is an intentional attempt to influence the portrayal or reputation of a particular person, whether living or historical, in such a way as to cause others to develop an extremely negative, unethical, untrusting, or unappealing perception of him or her. By its nature, it involves deliberate exaggeration or manipulation of facts to present an untrue picture of the targeted person. For living individuals, this can cause the target to be rejected by his or her community or family or members of his or her living or work environment. Such behaviors or acts are typically very difficult to reverse or rectify. Therefore, the process is correctly likened to a literal assassination of a human life. The damage sustained can be lifelong or more for a historical person lasts for many centuries after their deaths. In practice, character assassination usually consists of the spreading of rumors and deliberate misinformation on topics relating to one's morals, integrity, and reputation or beliefs. You know, if the devil has any servants that he values the most, I think they're slanderers or gossips or character assassinators. Charles Spurgeon once said, a lie will go around the world while truth is still putting on its boots. In Psalm 15, David speaks such a powerful lesson about the person who can truly ascend to a place of walking with God in a high and holy place. Lord, who may dwell in your sanctuary? Who may live on your holy hill? He whose walk is blameless and who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from his heart and has no slander on his tongue, who does his neighbor no wrong and casts no slur on his fellow man, who despises a vile man, but honors those who fear the Lord, who keeps his oath even when it hurts who lends his money without usury and does not accept a bribe against the innocent. He who does these things will never be shaken. If you will notice, this type of person can never be shaken. That does not mean that he or she will not be sorely tested or at times falsely accused or slandered. It meant that these things would not shake them from the knowledge that they walk with God in his holy presence safely and confidently, even though pressures and pain attack them. The Lord is a protector and a refuge from slander and accusations. How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you, which you bestow in the sight of men on those who take refuge in you. In the shelter of your presence, you hide them from the intrigues of men. In your dwelling, you keep them safe from accusing tongues. Psalm 31, 19 through 20. I encourage you to spend much time in worship and in hiding the Word of God in your heart. These two weapons act like shields to the soul when attacks and false accusations are unleashed towards you. There will always be those who gain power and prestige for a season through the use of slander, character assassination, or subtle suggestions that imply that you have somehow gone off the rails 
and have become a lesser saint. The Lord strongly addressed this in the following verses. Whoever slanders his neighbor in secret, him will I put to silence. Whoever has haughty eyes and a proud heart, him will I not endure. Psalm 101.5 Do not go about spreading slander among your people. Do not do anything that endangers your neighbor's life. I am the Lord. Leviticus 19.16 Servant of God, do not let fear grip you and paralyze the Lord's voice calling to you to serve Him freely. No man or woman has the authority to tell you or I to not speak in the name of Jesus if we are moving from a pure heart and a pure motive. Of course, you may be thoroughly be discussed behind your back and dissected as to why you speak out or flow in the way the Lord might well call you to do. But remember to be certain it is the Lord that asks you to speak out, and then you are able to simply keep a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ will be ashamed of their slander. 1 Peter 3.16 Remember this verse, obedient child of God. When we are slandered, we answer kindly. Up to this moment, we have become the scum of the earth, the refuse of the world. 1 Corinthians 4.13 Love lived out and expressed honestly in the hearts that have felt the sting of slander or character assassination and yet choose to forgive, do a greater work in the name of Jesus and for His kingdom than a thousand other voices that may shout against injustice or religious forms or practices or beliefs. Remember, Jesus himself endured insults, rejection, slander, and ridicule, and yet he finished the course because of you and I. You too will finish the course. Let's just bow our heads in prayer to the Lord for a moment together. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just come to you and we ask that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in your sight. We know, Father, that in these troubled days and so many voices crying out in slander and defaming, it's so easy to get caught up in the negativity of this world, Father. And we just ask that you would put a watch over our mouths, Father that you would convict us quickly in our spirits. And Father, that we would be quick to repent. We ask for tender hearts and kindness and compassion to be known among your people, Father, and among our hearts today, among my heart today, Father. I worship you and I praise you and I thank you, Father, that on my mouth there will be lips of praise. And Father, I will speak the truth in love. And if there are times, Father, to confront something evil or inappropriate, Father, that it would be done with compassion and justice and in truth with no embellishment. We ask this today in your Son's most holy and precious name. In the name of Jesus, amen. God bless you. I look forward to speaking with you again on the next podcast.